0: Hi, welcome to Bad Beats, the Australian Rollerblooding Podcast, I'm Mikey Lynch, and I want to talk quickly about different types of fear, and how that affects what we do on skates. I've basically spent the last couple of hours in the car, I went to an appointment, came home, I went to pick up my kid from school, came home, now I'm going to pick him up from soccer, and going home. And then I've got to go down and see my nephew perform in a school, high school musical, (laughs) Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor, Drinko, and then I'll go home. Uh, So, you know, that's that. Um, Fear. Three quick things about fear. Three different types of fear. There's a lot of fear in an extreme sport, an action sport, where you're doing a dangerous thing and doing dangerous things on a dangerous thing. Um, three types of fear though, right? Um, fear number one, uh, is fear about something that could potentially go horribly wrong. Right? That's that's the most legitimate type of the fear. That's the fear of really serious danger. That's the fear that stops people doing things they don't know if they can do. Stops people doing things that could be awesome or could be disastrous, you know, the huge gap. The, um, the complex flip, the, uh, the rail or ledge grind with a massive drop over the far side of it, that kind of thing, um, largely that fear is justified, um, uh, and, uh, and largely I'm not super desirous to be the kind of person who plays with that kind of fear. Um, and. Uh, uh, you know, I, I guess sometimes people get to a point where they're so awesome at, um, at overcoming, a f- uh, at mastering a skill that they can do something uh, that is otherwise absolute disastrously dangerous um, because they know they can. I don't know if you saw that movie, The Walk, about the French tightrope walker who, you know, um, uh, uh, illegally set up this massive wire between the, um, the World Trade Centre towers and walked across it. And he just didn't just walk across it once. He walked back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and lay down and all sorts of crazy stuff. You know, this is a thing that he had to adjust for wind on, um, you know. Um, and obviously he was so good at it that he, he knew he could do it. But still... I mean, still, it was really... If all it takes is to go wrong once and you're gone, you know? Um, and so there's this area where there's this level of a thing where, um, uh, sure, the better you get, the more it becomes the second type of fear I'm going to talk about in a second. But inevitably, there are some things that in the end you go, all it takes is for it to go wrong once. And on that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy not to be that person, that total fearless person in that sense. Second type of fear, that's the fear um, of your body and mind evaluating a situation instinctually, intuitively, but not having the full information, right? So this is like dropping in on a half pipe where your body and your brain doesn't think about having wheels on its feet, judges what you're trying to do and says, no, that will smash your face apart. Um, And... Uh, doing a backflip's like that as well, right, especially not twisting your body but going straight over backwards. A backflip is actually an easy and safe trick, but everything in your body says, I'm going to smash my head backwards. <laughs> um, and so that that fear... Um, uh, you know, maybe some jumping onto rails for the first time can be a little bit like that as well. and And with those things... I guess it's a separate category. It can seem similar because you're going, well, true, you could. Something terrible could happen dropping in a half pipe. Something terrible could happen doing a backflip. Something terrible could happen doing a rail, but that's not the main thing. The main thing is actually a false distortion of risk. I mean, jumping off, um, you know, like uh, off big cliffs and diving boards is like that as well. And so that's a separate type of fear, whereas the first one, in a sense, involves this second type of fear, but also beyond that, also involves a philosophical resolve to embrace terror and danger. This second one, you don't have to be particularly resolved to embrace terror and danger and conquer it. All you've got to do is actually have mind over matter, will over uh, over instinct and passion, and, and say, I know this can work, I know this can do it, I've just got to do it. And, and, and so that's with that second type, uh, the second type of fear, once you've overcome it, the backflip, the drop-in, the diving board, um, the jump on the rail, once you've overcome it, it's not there as much because your body realises actually this isn't that dangerous. Do you, do you see the difference? Whereas the first one, I guess, for most people, except for those who really just actually have an underdeveloped fear instinct... The fear is always there. They just love playing with the sucker, you know. Um, so the second type, I'm really into that, and I think, as I've said on this podcast before, that actually getting older, I've gotten better at that. I've gotten better able to rationalise and and conceptualise um, actual risk and therefore overcome instincts that tell me that something's dangerous when it's not. Now, the third type of fear, um, I might do a fourth, actually, but the third type of fear is... Um, it's really even fear, but it's hesitation. It's, um, it's the, the cautious second guessing that means that, and I get this heaps with locking onto grinds and switching up with grinds and, um, uh, where it's not like terror. It's not fright. It's not, um, but it's not fully committing. It's this kind of And it's this this awful curse where actually you're worse off being hesitant than you are um, actually committing. You know, um, I, I work as a Christian preacher, and one of the worst things when you see people learning to preach or public speak for the first time, a really common thing is that people will apologize up front apologize for being nervous, apologise for being underprepared, apologize for whatever. It's the worst way to start. It doesn't it doesn't help you and it doesn't help anyone else either. It just sets everything up on this really uncertain foundation. Um, so public speaking tip one-on-one, commit. Go with what you've got, even if there are excuses and worries and reasons and hesitations. Commit. Um, uh, the same thing, I uh, you know, with this this third type of kind of fear thing is you've got to go for it that that and, and um, I mean, committing is true with big, dangerous things. You've, you, you know, you've got to commit. You've fully got to commit. A hesitation with a big, dangerous thing is death. Um, man, have you seen the footage of where um, Brian Shima smashes his feet doing this huge jump off a water tower and he hits the top of this kind of angled kind of lead, uh, kind of angled sort of um, slope and just crumples? Oh. <laughs> Um, not that I'm saying that he didn't commit there, that was just he just didn't have quite have the speed, whatever, but, man, that is full on. Um Yeah, but, um, yeah, you've got to commit with those big things. Of course you've got to commit even with the things like the backflip. Uh, but, uh, you know, th- this, is, this is just the thing where that's the big thing with, um, with these smaller things is just, just going with it. Um, and then a final type of fear that I, th- I may as well just mention, it's just popped into my head, um, is it's, it's fear of what other people think. It's the fear of being watched. It's the fear that makes you skate worse when the skate park is populated or when your families come along to tag along to see what you do all the time or when you're being filmed, Um, uh, you know, that kind of thing, when the pretty girl's watching, when the skaters are watching, when you're skating with someone better than you. Um, Yeah. And that's dumb, 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 worrying about what people think. Um, fixated on seeing yourself from the outside from someone else's point of view doesn't do you any good in that situation Um, it's that's a thing that's a matter of character really to not be a person who worries what others think too much Um, the only version of that that's good is when you go this is you know this is game day now this is game on this is the real deal Um, you know a bit like I'm in the one of my first interviews with Ian Smith on this podcast, where he says that's one of the great things he likes about competitions, is competitions makes you push just that little bit further, just that little bit higher. Um, and, uh, and I guess that's the version of being watched by others. It's not fear, is it? But it's actually a, a rising to the occasion, and, and that's, that's a cool thing. So um, there you go. Uh, I don't care if you overcome crazy, evil, Knievel fear. Bless you if you do. I'll love watching your spectacular... Uh, hammers that you throw. Um but um you know you don't have to do that, I'm not going to. Um, but do overcome that second type of fear. Do find those things where actually you can do it. Um, you just gotta overcome your instincts on the matter. Um, do overcome that. And definitely with a third one, let's all find some ways to um to commit that bit more and not be hesitant, which leads us to just fail on tricks. And um, and yeah, don't don't be scared about what other people think. Okay. So Ad v for All the for Rollerblading Podcast is produced by Mikey Lynch. Theme music by Edifice Architect. You can find us on Facebook and SoundCloud, or subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. If you have any questions, comments, requests, or podcast contributions, please message us on Facebook. To support the podcast, find us on Patreon and pledge a once-off or regular contribution. Even just two bucks a month, every little bit helps. See you later.